All right. So welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. There's a writer strike and actors, actresses strike. Disney in particular is shedding talent. They're trying to save money in certain places. And some of this trickles down Star Wars and then also the Marvel movies. Lucasfilm is obviously not doing too hot despite them owning Star Wars and Indiana Jones. And then on the Marvel side, that Disney slash Marvel has had a series of flops, basically. Ant-Man, flop. The Marvels will likely be a flop. (laughs) And Doctor Strange, not good. But a lot of things coming out of Phase 4, going into Phase 5, and then combining this with the strikes where I will not give my Blade movie pissed off about that it will likely come out at some point maybe 2026 at this point with marvel and disney they're talking about maybe slowing down the cadence tv shows that kind of relate back to star wars and marvel there's been some talk about disney selling off abc like when they purchased abc they also got the sports side and then also espn and you also have layoffs at espn disney is not in a good space right now financially and then you also have a lot of ire directed towards Bob Iger. He's been making comments, whether it be about the strikes or whether it be about just approaching business or movies and or TV shows or actors, actresses or talent or writers in general. He's been making some offhand comments. So Big Mike, how do you feel about all the stuff that is going on with Disney right now? I'm not surprised on one hand. You and I had this conversation a long time ago about the fact that they've become the monopoly, right? Mm -hmm. So they're buying up everything. They own everything. Just starting to oversaturate everything, particularly with Marvel. It's been going downhill partially because in the past, you got like two movies a year at the most. And so you got one in the early part of the year and then you got one either summer or fall. And then you kind of had until the next year before you had something else. And, you know, you got a post-credit scene, you got a little teaser, you had something to look forward to. And you had time to die just the one, look forward to the next one. When the next one came, it was solid, it was good or whatever, or maybe it wasn't. But you watched the movie and it was the same form and everything worked. And then at some point, particularly I think after, probably after Endgame, and no way home when disney plus launched and you started with was loki first or was it captain america and the winter soldier one or two loki was first first think loki yeah and then you started plugging in all these tv series as well along with putting out like three movies a year and then suddenly it was all of this content all these things that they're trying to intertwine and interweave together like they did the first infinity saga that they did a very a hell of a good job at that nobody thought could work and it worked i will say also like finding like these very offshoot directors and like kind of weird writers that aren't necessarily yeah. known for the thing but go ahead yeah and then you had the story about the vfx artists and now we're kind of finding out that that may actually be true they were being overworked they were being tasked with all these long hours and that basically the attitude of the company was hey if you don't want to do it, you can leave because somebody else needs a job and we'll just plug them in. And that's kind of what he did. And everything has just been suffering. And I haven't even gotten to Star Wars. And I'm still just on Marvel. <laughs> and it got so bad that now you bring back Bob Iger, who had stepped away, say he was retired or whatever. Everyone and, was upset at Bob Chapek. Bob Chapek is running Disney into the ground. But apparently not. Yeah. He was just following orders. And so, <laughs> and so you call Bob Iger back. You're paying him $27 million a year, which I now... 
am aware of because Ron Perlman's statement the other day, and he basically called out like, hey, yeah, he was like, how about the $27 million you got last year for not doing shit? Ron Perlman's a G. He was talking about threatening people. He's like, yeah, we can find you, basically. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We know who like, you are. I mean, we know who you live at. We will find you. There's a lot of ways to lose your house. That's what he said in particular. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah. So you come back in. You're doing what you're supposed to do because you're trying to – it's Disney. Disney is not a good look if Disney is faltering and they're suffering, especially after – a hundred years of success, right? Ain't like the hundred anniversary or something like that. So you've been around century and you've done well. And now you have two of the biggest properties ever. And you would think Marvel would get better, especially as you acquired Fox. You damn near have all the characters back in house now. And instead it's getting far worse than what it's supposed to be. And so I've said this a couple of times. I think the strike happening might actually be one of the best things that's happened to Hollywood in a minute because it has forced production to stop. It has forced writers to stop, actors, everyone. And for right now, maybe Hollywood just needs to take a breath. They need a reset. And maybe this will give Disney and Marvel enough time to sit back, Feige in particular, to really step back and look at his plan and figure out how to execute this like you did once before. Because we know you can do it. But for whatever reason now, trying to keep up pushing out all this content is not working. Too many movies are either getting canceled or delayed. Sequels that should have been happened haven't happened and honestly don't need to happen. Like I read the other day, I think Eternals is supposed to have a sequel like twenty twenty six or twenty seven, and I'm like, for what? Mm. For what? If you were going to do that sequel, it should have been happened already mm. because the first one wasn't great to begin with. So if you want to make a sequel to try to fix that, you need to get on the ball and do that right away. But instead, you're going to let time pass. And what purpose are they going to serve moving forward? Do the Eternals have any role as it pertains to Secret Wars? I doubt it. I don't have any history where I recall that being a factor. You haven't introduced Fantastic Four. That was supposed to start shooting, but I'm kind of happy that this strike is happening now because you need to push that back. And based on what you're doing with Secret Invasion, I'd argue you kind of already fucked that up anyway. You had Deadpool 3 shooting. You got everybody excited because Hugh Jackman's got the Wolverine costume from the comics, which everybody's been clamoring for for years because for whatever strange reason, Fox just never did it once, ever. Don't know why, but, you know, hell, they gave us Logan at the end when they could have been making that movie forever. That's delayed. We don't know what's really going to happen with that, other than apparently you're getting back most of the Fox characters have all said they're coming back or they're making appearances. So, like I said, my theory is they're kind of doing the Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe storyline, and instead he's going to kill off all the Fox characters is what I'm assuming is going to happen, which... I mean, it might be funny at the end of the day because, again, you have actors who are kind of pissed. You have actors coming out like Ryan Reynolds when he first came over and said, hey, either Deadpool's going to be rated R or I'm going to walk. Either it's going to be what I've been doing or I'm going to walk. I don't care if you're the house of the mouse. You bought the property. Nobody told you to do that. Oh, Wanda. And Gene Gray. Yeah, did you hear about that? Yeah, I read about that too. I think that'll be Jennifer Garner's coming back as a lecturer. I mean, everybody's coming back now from what I understand. So... You got stuff in place, but you really got to sit down and execute as well. Because if you mess around and make this into Quantumania, like, it's a major, major failure. And so far, regardless of how you feel about the second Deadpool, Deadpool's been a solid franchise. Ryan Reynolds is Wade Wilson. We know that. Hugh Jackman is pretty much Wolverine. Uh, You can replace him, but it's never going to be the same. Mm -hmm. And you finally got the two of them together, which is what Ryan Reynolds is always clamoring for. You got to have it. It's got to work. Blade? was getting ready to start shooting. I don't know. There's so many script rewrites. You finally got the cast down. Delroy Lindo joined. He never said who he's supposed to be. Most people were throwing out theories. 
I think one girl that they cast was there was an argument that maybe she's Dracula's daughter. It was all these different rumors and whatnot. But you were finally getting ready to start shooting that. Clearly, it sounds like Mahershala was pleased because it was about to start happening. And then this happened. If there's anything wrong, you have time now to fix it. So when this gets done, it should be a hit. There should be no messing with this. Same thing with Tom Holland. He may have resigned his contract, but that dude immediately came out and said, hey, if the script isn't good or it's not where it's at, I'm not going to fucking do this. And Marvel didn't have this problem before. You now have some of your franchise key actors literally saying, if you don't get this right, or if I don't like what it is, I'm not going to do it because they're looking at what you're putting out and it's not Endgame, Infinity War, Winter Soldier, Iron Man 1. It's none of that level anymore. And it's kind of sad to say because Marvel had set this bar. And now you're almost damn. You're not bad as DC because DC is just completely screwed. But like you're starting to teeter on the level of we're going down that route, that path. And that's not supposed to happen. And again, that's just Marvel. We haven't even gotten to Star Wars, which is definitely need to pump the brakes on that. Everything that Disney had been doing was just wrong. Iteration of Daredevil, wrong. What they were doing with Luke Cage, that they were like, well, we don't want... Mike Coulter. Yeah, they didn't want Mike Coulter back. But you had characters that at least worked. I mean, the dude that played Iron Fist, yeah. But Christopher Ritter was fine. So you had that. You could build off of that. And I think, again, where Disney went wrong was the TV stuff. I mean, when it was, hey, well, you have these kind of offshoots at Netflix. I think there might have been one or two other shows. I mean, other than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think it might have been one or two other shows that were Marvel shows that weren't necessarily on anything ABC. Which got canceled pretty quick. And Humans, they had uh, Runaways, and and they had Cloak and Dagger. That's when they went wrong. It's like, well, we need to take all this stuff off of Netflix and then we needed to compete with Netflix. And then we buy Fox. That Fox acquisition came with a lot of debt, which is likely what's causing this problem. And then the fact that they really haven't been cranking out content from that Fox acquisition on the movie side. Aside from Avatar, they probably made a boatload of money. What else did they make money off of? I mean, everything that Disney had been doing, again, picking those offshoot directors, the approach with... Captain Marvel, and again, I respect Captain Marvel as a comic book character. That movie was trash. This next movie will likely be trash. <laughs> it's not going to make any kind of money. No one is looking forward to seeing it. No you start looking at all those remakes that they're doing, that the only thing that's really keeping them afloat are those remakes. I mean, they're remaking Moana, and Moana's probably like less than 10 years old. I'm like, come on. There'll probably be a Frozen live action movie. Because People love Frozen. What does Disney have to offer when they have everything? And they're failing at everything. And with that, like, what do they have to offer if they have everything and everything is failing? I agree. And I think the biggest mistake that they made was, it wasn't just the oversaturation. That wasn't it. They didn't have that unified vision of what they wanted to do with Disney+. Plus. The only strategy they had was, Beating Netflix and beating HBO. They didn't take off the say, you know what? When it just basically had an Age of Shield in between the tempo movies that were coming up, you had Age of Shields kind of answering those little questions and kind of looking at and and kind of signaling to that of what happened and everything in between the Avenger movies and stuff. Focused so much by committee. They just kind of felt that that formula was just the way it was. 
they thought they had something also before me, and they just abandoned creativity. They were of trying to maximize whatever profit points or, or margin they were trying to make. Infinity Five and Disney Plus and the Disney Plus series, it was all diluted. Eternals meant nothing. Like, what was the whole damn point for Tiamat to come out? Celestial had sitting in the Atlantic Ocean. What was the whole point for that? Like, there was nothing else that came from that. Like, it was kind of like you get the, the mutants, the Infinity War, you know, after uh, Endgame, you could introduce the mutants at that point. From a little tidbit that humans evolved or because of the all the damn Infinity Stones being unleashed on the planet. Oh, we got mutants now. It was just like me. It didn't make sense. It felt literally like they were completely lost and at the same level as DC right now. Because DC just doesn't make any kind of sense at all. I don't even want to get into Star Wars. That'll be like an hour and I gotta go to bed. Things that are coming to them, it's well-deserved. It used to be in Flaggy and Trust, but now I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm just... And again, it's not just Marvel. It is every aspect of Disney. Matt, you want to comment? No, nothing that I can add that Mike and Keith hasn't hit on. This is a, a very good topic. Sad thing is that uh, we haven't even talked about Star Wars yet, and a lot of it mirrors it the same. Well, Star Wars can be fixed with like by one fell swoop. You know, Fire Captain Kennedy pretended everything she did didn't exist. Would you go back to the Skywalker saga? They need to chill. Star Wars needs to disappear. Let people forget about it. Come out with another movie. And that's even on top of like whenever, when did Rise of the Skywalker come out? Like 2019? I think. Uh, who cares? <laughs> who knows? Who cares? Twenty nineteen. Yeah, but everything that they've been doing has been failing, and it's like they were trying to dictate to other people: this is how you should be doing your movies. Everyone pivoted. Here's how you have to make your comic book movie. Here's how you have to make your basically a science fiction movie. It has failed to a point where Disney doesn't even know how to make it work. The main problems, at least on the Marvel side. You started focusing on characters that no one cared about. It was like, well, we can tell you, you'll like this. You'll like the Eternals. You'll like whatever BS character we stuck in the Doctor Strange. You're just going to like it because we're Disney and we can't miss. And when they start missing, it's like, well, what did we go wrong? Like, you started putting characters in spots they should not have been. You look at that Thor movie. Thor should not have been like that. To the point... Chris Hemsworth is like, yo, as Mike was saying, if the script ain't right, I'm not doing it. I'm not coming back. I don't want to be a part of this if the script is not right. Plain and simple. These are people that have made millions of money off of these Disney movies saying like, all right, I can't go through this no more. <laughs> I don't want to do this any longer. However long it took from Fox acquisition to even getting a Fantastic Four movie where the Fantastic Four are the first family of Marvel. X-Men, Spider-Man, Avengers. Those are the core of Marvel. Whatever characters might comprise that, that's a little different. I mean, whatever your iterations of the X-Men, whatever your iterations of the Avengers, those characters are the core. I mean, as we talk about DC, where it is Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Those are the core characters of DC. Everyone else, I mean, again, you can get a Green Lantern movie. That is fine. The core characters are those. Flubbing the core characters or not even following through on those characters, expecting to accomplish at that point. Oh, well, we're guaranteed a billion dollars. And it's not post-COVID. 
Because movies, like this Barbie movie is probably going to make a ton of money. Basically, the company and every aspect of the company, whether it be the TV side, whether it be the movie side, the Disney's theme parks are failing. Disney themselves needs a huge rethink. I mean, maybe Bob Chapek might have been on the right path. He might have gotten the flag for some of the stuff that happened. It has just gotten to a point that Disney themselves, again, they need to chill. Like, there should not be another Ray trilogy. Plain and simple. You saw what happened. You saw what happened. Ray is not the inspiration for the future of Star Wars. Obi-Wan, atrocious. What you did to Boba Fett was criminal. What you did to at least one half of Din Djarin's journey and Grogu's journey, just terrible. You made bad decisions. Kind of focusing on characters that people like and then introducing the backdoor policy to other characters. And it's like, what are you supposed to be doing? So with that Boba Fett show, they bought Black Chrysanthemum, like what you would call them. <laughs> and they killed him off in the same episode. It's like, come on. Like, that dude was supposed to be thorough. Or they, they killed him off in, like, the next episode or something. But he's supposed to be thorough, and he just dies without even maybe being a counterpart to Boba Fett. Like, what are we doing? Like, who's writing this stuff? As Big Mike says, hire the Beast Gang. We will solve all your problems. Disney, we will fix Star Wars for you. We will fix... I will get my Blade movie. <laughs> I will make it the best Blade movie ever. Big facts. <laughs> I will fix the TV stuff for you. I will put that stuff back on Netflix. What Microsoft is doing with some of the Activision stuff. like They're putting that stuff back on Steam. They're putting them back on other platforms rather than it all being in-house on Battle.net or like whatever the heck that stuff is. They're putting that stuff back. I mean, again, I would put stuff back on Netflix. I mean, that's how you were making your money, but then you thought you could battle God, work out too well for you, because Netflix just has money to burn. Nobody really cares if Netflix comes up with trash. They'll still watch it. <laughs> At the end of the day, Disney has multiple problems. It is not just Marvel. It is not Star Wars. I mean, Lucasfilms only has like four properties. Maybe five properties include that THX movie. So what do you have to offer other than another Star Wars movie with Ray? Marvel is failing. With all the characters, as Mike says, that you have the comic books, the storyboards, you have the dialogue, you have the plots, you have the arcs. Why are you failing? That's you don't have any faith in the Soka series? I don't know. Because I don't know who's behind it. Uh, it's going to be trash. Like, it's, it's trash. But it's, it's all girl power. My final point before I stop talking is that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is a movie that Marvel cannot give you. I've said that before on the podcast for that, but it is a movie that Marvel cannot give you because Marvel had been stuck in that formulaic nonsense. Again, you have the one character that is the backdoor pilot character. If you look at Thor, same thing. If you look at Doctor Strange, same thing. If you look at Ant-Man movie, same thing. And everything's all a CG fest. VFX artists being overworked and underpaid. And Disney's just like, hey, well, we'll just shop it out overseas. They'll complete whatever we tell them to. And that'll be it. Across the Spider-Verse is a movie that, let's say if Marvel had done that, live action, that would probably be one of the greatest movies ever. But they can't do that because they're too afraid. Bob Iger might be fired by the end of the week. Because <laughs> he's having to apologize to investors and everybody else for his comments. And then 
Indiana Jones costs a lot of money. That movie is not raking in the dollars. And then you got Oppenheimer coming out. Tom Cruise just came out with a movie. Barbie's probably going to make a boatload of money. So your movie's about to be on Disney Plus in like another two weeks, probably. Somebody explain to me why Captain Kennedy hasn't been fired hey, yet. I was just getting ready to say, the announcement should have already been made that Captain Kennedy is out. It's a wrap. And for whatever reason, like I said, she's still sitting right where she's at. I mean, Disney has been shutting executives, high-level executives, in charge of... But they're not shutting her. How do you continue to fail upwards? It is ridiculous. They might mess around and name her CEO after Iger leaves again. Like, I wouldn't even be surprised. Because she should not be there at all. But yet, they keep her there. I don't know why. I don't understand it on any level other than, again... The rumor was before everybody's scared to get rid of her because of her and her female army in Hollywood that's going to basically shit and crap on every male executive at Disney or whatever it is. Or, like I said, she's got dirt on everybody in the building. And they're just like, yo, keep her around. I don't care. And that's what it is. How are you still there? You announced another Ray movie. Why? For what? She announced another Ray movie and their stocks drop. Plus all the stuff they have on like the comic book side, like whatever they're doing with like the High Republic nonsense. Yo, did you see the sales for that? The High Republic book sales are under 100,000 books for all of them. Less than 150,000 books novels sold. That whole thing where there's all this representation, like there's a slightly overweight Jedi or something. I'm like, that's fine. But we have to have this whole marketing rollout that there's representation. Samuel Jackson was in Star Wars. The boss move or Kelvin Palpatine. It was like, oh, he must die. I was like, oh, no, no, he can't die. Like, we have to take him in. He gets flung out a window. Unlimited <laughs> <laughs> power. Miss up. Uh, but Warner Brothers is having their own problems. I mean, a lot of that's just kind of tied to that Discovery acquisition. Clearly, everything else has been done by them is just going to be to a point where you still have things coming out again you have the marvels coming out i know they were filming captain america and that was technically supposed to be the next movie out is that right mike yeah captain america is supposed to be the next movie you're still going to get the loki series that's going to stream after ahsoka i believe and then i want to say they're, well, they were shooting Daredevil, and Daredevil was supposed to be like 20-something episodes, but since the strike happened, I never heard that they were wrapped. I think the only other show that was either still filming or almost done, or maybe in fact done, was Echo. And I think Echo was supposed to start streaming in the beginning of 2024. I want to say that I saw something about them concerned about that. Like, I didn't hear too much about the show, other than... I think Daredevil was supposed to make a cameo appearance, and I know Vincent D'Onofrio's in there at some point, because I guess they're going to try to tie all that together, because incorporate kind of the Hell's Kitchen, that whole area of the city and all that, into one of the future Spider-Man movies, just try to start tying all this stuff together, but I wouldn't be surprised if part of Tom Holland's hesitation, well, for one, he came out from the beginning and said he felt like they needed to take a break on his Spider-Man and maybe do Miles Morales. But I think part of his issue might also be what you pointed to about Into the Spider-Verse is I think Tom Holland's sitting back and he's looking at that. And anybody who watches this movie knows this is a phenomenal movie. It's really, really good. He's probably looking at that and going, 
how was Sony able to do this, but you had me doing that? How is this going to work going forward? Because he's probably looking like, yo, if it's not on this level or near this, like, what's the point of me doing it? I might as well just walk away gracefully. I've done the three, right off to the sunset, keep moving. Really got to figure this shit out. You've only got a couple things in the tank that I think are done or may have been near done that you might still be able to put out, but yeah, it looks like Deadpool was supposed to be before Captain America. So Deadpool was supposed to be coming out. It's on hiatus right now, but May of 2024. And Captain America was basically supposed to be that tentpole summer movie in July. I get the point of it, and I'm rooting for Anthony Mackie to have, you know, his Captain America movie, but he's not. other than the fact that they've kind of said that the adamantium thing is what they're introducing, like, I don't really see a huge point to the movie. <laughs> like, I mean, you're going to do Harrison Ford and as Thaddeus Ross, he's going to be Red Hulk, but... Again, that's also okay. Marvel and Disney pulling from the same pool of actors, and it's just... Uh... Yeah, but for the love of God, please go find some other actors. Like, they exist. I don't even care if you go get Daisy Ridley and put her in a movie somewhere. Even then, because she's in the house. My bad. No. Don't do that. Like, go find somebody else, period. Go find fresh faces. Tired of seeing the same people from Disney in the same fucking movies all the time. Adam Driver will likely be Mr. Fantastic. Adam Driver? We had talked about that, but he might be Mr. Fantastic. Marvel, get your shit together. Because you know I root for you. I defend Marvel to the ends of the earth. I mean, I've talked enough trash for what? Like 10 years now about how great they are? Don't let me down. Like, for real. Do not let me down. Because this is getting terrible. I've talked enough trash about DC to where I'm like, I shouldn't even be mentioning you all in the same breath. But you're starting to get to that point. And it's sad. I'm staring at my poster of the Marvel Universe. Do you know how many characters you have? Seriously? They like you could explore. And you're not exploring. And you chose Shang Chi, <laughs> which is still one of the best movies they've had recently. Mm-hmm. The Eternals. Let's use oh, that's that. horrible. Let's use that as an example. Again, as much as I like Oscar Isaac, why is Moon Knight a thing? My thing is, where are you going with it? Right, that's the big. Like I said before, you kind of knew where things were going. You knew they were headed. We saw the direction. We saw the timeline where it's going to go to and now everything's just out there and nothing's cohesive you're trying to force it to be cohesive and it's not working at all please get it together seriously <laughs> like for real and still just get it together the fact that all that phase four stuff came out and my blade movie is still not out it's still not done no i hope it's done at some point barry but at this point i wouldn't hold your breath and I'll end with this, because I was thinking about this the other day. The Mummy Tom Cruise one came on TV, mm-hmm. and it's probably secretly one of my guilty pleasures that I will <laughs> play in the background if it's on TV, because I just laugh at certain parts of it. But I'm making the point with that of Marvel was so successful at one point, they had literally forced the rest of Hollywood to try to figure out how to make their own universe. Yeah, especially that MonsterVerse or something. Right, and that's what I was going to with that Mummy movie was. That was supposed to launch Universal Dark. They had a whole article spread. They had a photo shoot with Tom Cruise, Russell Crowe, Johnny Depp, all these people that are supposed to be in these monster universe movies going forward. They're going time all together. It's supposed to be like Universal's version of the MCU. And it failed miserably, of course. And a lot of other places 
companies, studios, all their projects fail too. But you were so successful that executives literally got in the boardroom one day and said, you know what? We got to do that. We're going to take whatever characters we have. We're going to figure out how to make our own universe and weave everything together because that shit works. And now as much as they failed, you being the blueprint for that now starting to fail. That is highly unacceptable. It is. Yeah, one job for the rest of strike. Figure this shit out. Bob Iger making stupid comments like, yeah, we don't care about you. We'll just keep making the money. And it's just, we'll end on that. Big Mike has laid out his thoughts. And again, as Big Mike says, we'll make you a monsterverse. Plain and simple. We'll make you a monsterverse. Big facts. <laughs> Big facts all day. We'll make you a monsterverse. Send an email, send a call. Put a fucking signal in the air. I'll fly to Florida. I have no problems with it. We'll, and we'll sit down and tell you all the shit you've done wrong, and very swiftly we can tell you how you can fix it. We'll do the casting for the Fantastic Four movie. We'll make it absolutely awesome. I will make my Blade movie in the vision of the Blade movie that I want. <laughs> we will also then fix Star Wars. We'll just turn our attention. Oh, God. We'll turn our attention. Right the ship. We're going right to Kathleen Kennedy. I'm like, you're fired. And that's Beast Game Podcast. <laughs> First decision out the gate. <laughs> hey, they're talking Star Wars, whatever they say goes. Kathleen, have a nice one. Peace out, ladies. Don't come back. Pink slips for everybody. We can't let this go any longer. <laughs> like the commander's football staff. Everyone gets a pink slip. Everybody. Hey, right after that. Walk in, sit down, and say, we're handing out gifts. We'd like to welcome you all to this regime. We're giving you all gifts. No, no what what's going to happen? We're going to bring everybody onto a Zoom meeting. You said it was a special courtesy. <laughs> 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 you had to waste your time coming to the office. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, you just figured out that you just locked out of the account. It's like locked out of the network. You can't go get your stuff off of your office, like off your desk or anything. Like, we'll mail it to you. Again, that's Beast Game Podcast. I mean, Disney is in a bad spot, and we never thought we would get to this point. But as Big Mike says, hi, the Beast Game.